Ahoy! Welcome into the junk drawer, part of the Cork Bats Podcast Network. The weather outside is frightful, but this podcast is so delightful. <laughs> Today is December 1st, 2020. My gosh, December. Welcome, you jerk. Or, or March uh, 76th. If you want to, or 276th, I guess is another way to say what today's date is. What is up, junkies? I am Austin. That's AD. What's up, AD? As you said, Austin, we are now in December. Just a friendly reminder that Santa is watching. So, oh, be good this good call. A little creepy, but good call. Good call. <laughs> uh, that is Grit. What's up, Grit? Going on, fellas. What is going on, fellas? Subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast if you haven't already. We appreciate all of our listeners. We appreciate you guys following Cork Bats and supporting us in all the ways that you do. Uh, and do so with this podcast. We like to have fun every week. We don't take ourselves too seriously at all. If, uh, In fact, we don't at all. At all, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got uh, just your basic rundown of a show this week, which we got, we got a few uh, things we might uh, change up uh, in the coming weeks. But this week, we've got the good back, the ugly. We've got the Frank fact. We got the three for three and I mean, without wasting any time, let's just go ahead and get started with our good back and ugly. And as we do each week, we start with our guy, AD, AD, what's your good of the week, man? Well, interesting enough, my good of the week was an ugly situation turned good. So my uh -huh. good of the week is Kendall Hinton, the <laughs> former barista, I believe at Starbucks, who is now the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Um, I, I, let's let's just give you the facts here. The guy last month was in sales, did not have a job in the NFL, and he got a call, I'm assuming from John Elway, to come play, I think, 24 hours before the game. And, yeah, boy, did he not look good out there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could just tell the guy hasn't played in – Years. He looked about uh, as well as you'd imagine a, a guy who worked in sales or as a barista would play <laughs> with 24 hours head, heads up. Kurt Warner really just messed everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> he set the standard like, well, if Kurt Warner can do it, hell, right. let's take a flyer on him. Let's take yeah. a flyer on him. Apparently bagging groceries at Hy-Vee is uh, slightly different than making a, a soy flat white latte at a yeah. Starbucks. So. <laughs> Do you think if he did, let's just say, have one touchdown, do you think the Broncos would be all in on Kendall Hinton? And, like, Drew Locke would be out, out of a job tomorrow and we'd be buying Kendall Hinton jerseys for Broncos I, I mean, fans. With the way Elway has gone through quarterbacks over the last few years, you'd have to think, you know, maybe it is time for a change at the regime. <laughs> I don't know. Right. But, man. I don't see it. I just – I don't see it, man. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they did it. <laughs> it was like, uh, well, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of if you're on like an intramural flag football team in college and you've got a guy who's just like a stud quarterback and, you know, he played, played quarterback in high school, let his, you know, let his high school team to state just a rope of an arm. And one week you find out that he's got a night exam. And he can't make it to the game. And you're like, oh, crap, what do we do? <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, you know, Eddie, Eddie could play. He can throw. You know, he throws the ball sometimes in, when we're warming up. Let, let's let him give him a shot. And all he does is, like, try and run. But then you realize, like, quickly into the game, you're like, oh, no, this is, this is not good. <laughs> and it, it had to have been probably by the 
second pass that he made, I think, was when Broncos players were like, this this is not good. Yeah, this is, yeah. This, is, <laughs> this is not gonna work. I mean, yeah, it helps. Like if you know, if we want to get cappuccinos after the game, I'm sure like <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a good thing, but uh yeah, I I don't know. So uh, what's your uh what's your back of the week? Um my back of the week is Christmas trees. So we went, I think this is the first time I've actually ever done this too. The day after Thanksgiving, we went and got our Christmas tree. And I think last year we got ours at like Home Depot. So it was, it was a big mix up this year for an even crazier year, obviously. I know that's a hot take being 2020 and everything, but mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we cut down our own tree and the guy, the way, the way the guy explained it to us, he was like, you know, there's not many good trees left. But go ahead, go ahead and look and see, you know, if there's anything up there. What a salesman. Yeah, 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 seriously. And it was like, it wasn't just like right there. Like we had to like walk up, walk up a hill a little bit, walking on the side of like a mountain basically. And, you know, we did find a good one, but there was like a a little crest over the hill that you could walk. And that's where the guy told us to go originally. And I'm thinking to myself, like, should we go down there and check it out or should we just take this one that looks pretty good? You know, it's not, it's not the best tree now it is, but um, he, again, he didn't really sell it that well. And then as we're cutting down the tree that we got, some people were walking back from that area and they were like, good. You guys made a good choice. Like all the trees sucked down there. So, <laughs> so I, I think, I think we made a good decision and I, I enjoyed going out and cutting the tree. I felt, uh, you know, felt very natural out there. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine you seem like a uh, the outdoorsy type. <laughs> what makes you say that? The, the camo hat? Is it- yeah, the camo hat. Really okay, is what right. I'm going with. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not watching on YouTube, AD's got a camo bucket hat on right now. Did you and, get a uh, Did you get a free sandwich with that hat? <laughs> oh no, I should have, Grant. <laughs> I should have. Bowl of soup, maybe. <laughs> well. Yeah. It, uh, you probably can't see it, but there's a Pirates logo there. So maybe people just give me shit for free just because the Pirates are so bad. Yeah, they just feel so bad. They're like, well, gosh, he hasn't he hasn't been get, had anything handed to him since the 70s. So let's go ahead and give him, give him here. Here, sir. Here's some let's hook him up. Let's hook him up. Yeah. So so the uh, so the Christmas tree. The way I have this pictured out of my head is like you had to go down a ledge almost like uh Samwise and Frodo going on that, like on looking for the ring, basically. Like you had, like it was like the like a t- treacherous path to this lower area on this mountainside, and uh, but you chose to, you know, you're like, well, we don't need to go all that way, and then you ended up making the right decision. We made the right decision, yeah. And it was one of those hills that, like, like you felt like your ankle was gonna break if you stood a certain way, like just like <laughs> yeah, and muddy too i mean it was just it was a number of things but you know we 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 powered through it we got the tree um my brother was there to help it was he was a big help and i, I think the best part about that as we're, as we're cutting it down and it was we didn't get a huge tree we're not like we didn't go crazy it was it was big but not that big that's what she said and uh <laughs> um but as we're cutting it down this guy we see, you know, the family that I, t- I mentioned walked by and said, you guys made a great choice. And then we see the dad walking by, not just walking, like 
out of breath he like you know keeled <laughs> over like could barely breathe dragging the biggest tree i've ever seen in my life and his family was nowhere to help him they oh. were already, they were they were already gone i felt bad for him i wanted to help him out i i my mom you, said are you okay but that's that's all we did we asked that's all you like, did. That's we asked if the, he was okay uh, that's the that's the holiday spirit flowing through you. You know, yes. you're like, look, that man needs help. I'm going to think about maybe offering him to help, but in the long run, probably not. <laughs> See, and COVID has been the best for like not helping people, but yeah. then it's like one of those things. Yes. Yeah. It's like so you like you say like so, hey man, you need any help? And he says, well, actually I do. And you're like, oh shit. I didn't think uh, you were <laughs> going to say, gonna yeah. You're like, oh wait, um, I forgot it's COVID. <laughs> 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 you're like, uh, let me just oh, grab my sorry. mask real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A chew. A chew. <laughs> oh man. All right. So what's your, uh, what's your ugly of the week? Well, I'll, I'll wait to talk about that because I, I, I can't bring it up right now. I'm I'm too, I'm too heated still. From you've got to write it down. No, yeah. no. I I, I want to bring up the thing that I was going to bring. Okay, up. okay, okay, and, okay. I feel you. I feel you. But some things transpired, you know, right before we we're about to record, and <laughs> you know, maybe we'll get into it a little bit later. But uh, let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, right, later. Yeah, let's we, get into yeah, it later. Like, we'll get later. into it later. Yeah, later. yeah. Right. That's what I meant. I meant later, not now. Not now. Um. <clears throat> so Under Armour is set to create their own like spinoff sort of like Nike did with Jordan for Steph Curry. So Steph Curry is getting his own line of shoes. I think, sure. I think we actually talked about this before whenever we were trying to figure out what they would be called. And yeah, yeah, yeah. the reason it's my ugly of the week is because it doesn't matter what you do to those shoes. I just cannot see them not being ugly like under armor <laughs> under armor doesn't know how to make shoes and and their whole reasoning behind doing this was to compete and i'll put that in air quotes compete with jordan who and yeah right under under armor feels like the yale to uh nike's harvard you know like if you couldn't get into nike you went to you went to under armor yes. and like all their design people feel like they couldn't get into Nike because from their uniforms, I mean, like you look at some of the monstrosities that Maryland has put out to, yeah. uh, to their shoes, like nothing. I've never like seen Under Armour come out with something where I was like, Oh, that's cool. You know, like, and if I have, then it's been few and far between. I mean, yeah, like they've had some Notre Dame uniforms, I guess that have been kind of the, nice, but the only time Under Armour is cool was like back in the early two thousands when you didn't know about Under Armour. Yeah, and your, yeah. your friend showed up to football practice and was like, you know, wearing an Under Armour shirt, and you're like, yeah, when they were the only like, ones that made the skin tight, yes, yes. like, yes, <laughs> like, basically like football turtlenecks. That then it was like, oh, you got Under Armour? Man, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I got this knockoff champion brand from Walmart that my mom made me get. You know, now I kind of disagree with it. And now I get, I'm just gonna say this on it, like, yeah, for Steph. Um, his whole prowess, his whole thing is like, when you think about like Jordans, you think about like jumping in those shoes. You think about the flashy shit. You think about the layups. You don't think about Steve Kerr 
popping threes and sneakers. So yeah, I get it. Okay. Those are a little bit different. They could take the easy approach and use like a more formed um, approach to the actual shoe just to get it. I don't know. I've saw, I saw where it said compete. I don't mm-hmm. think yeah. they're trying to compete with Jordan. I think that's just a journalist that put their spin on it. <laughs> um, now, what about golf shoes? Ooh. What kind of shoes are actually being made? Where is the money actually going? How many more years does Steph Curry have playing basketball? Three, maybe four. That's a hot take. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it. Injuries, I don't see it. Uh, being effective on top. And, how and many years? See, how I many more years? Being does one he... of those guys who like retires early than we all like, like a like a Barry Sanders or a Calvin Johnson type, where it's like, oh wow, and, he had more and, in the tank, but he's leaving now. I how actively that. is he approaching golf? Yeah, that's a great how much take. fun is he having with golf? You mean with his new show, Holy Moly? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> No, I swear to God. Like, okay, I think there's like two different types of timelines on the internet, and I don't, and there's two different types of cable networks. I don't hear about half of the shows that you watch. I, I can't say I've ever watched it. I know about it though. AD, I, I AD is it. our resident, um, what was Jump it? TV uh, guy, uh, ultimate tag, ultimate tag on Fox mm-hmm. Watcher. Yes, that was watch the show and you broke it down for us. Uh, I, man, we need to go back and re listen to that episode. Uh, who has okay as far as golf lines go under armor has a decent golf line i mean we'll give they them that do. we'll, we'll give sure. them um, yeah under armor has a decent golf line oakley has a def- decent golf line nike cannot design a pair of golf shorts that aren't like they don't like you can't figure out where your calf muscle is inside the thing it don't matter they've still not been able to do it it's either a four inch inseam or it's a 44 inch yeah like Nike, nike's golf shorts look like doug funny shorts i don't know if you guys are they're watched so doug. stupid yeah, they, yeah, they do. yeah. <laughs> those are um, those are nike's golf shorts just every pair it doesn't matter under armor has a nice little in between okay the sneakers i don't they're not for me they're not running i mean they might have a little bit of a cross trainer angle and it's kind of cool or whatever I've never wore Under Armour golf shoes. I've never wore their full golf gear. Dude, that might be the move. Steph Curry gets his own, like, and you get, like, the three or, like, whatever, like, how his logo is or whatever that weird chef logo thing that he has. Yeah, yeah. Find a way to incorporate a backswing into that, like, almost like the um, like the swing man that Griffey did yes. to emulate Jordan with the jump man. Dude, get something like that. Dude, print money. Your fan base is aging with you, and they are getting into golf with you. This is a great move. By yeah. Steph. Happy, mean, uh, happy Griffey Monday, by the way. Uh, no, I I love that take because y- you get more longevity out of it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like it. Even w- whether Steph retires in three years or if he retires in ten years, he's going to be golfing all of that time, and then even more so when he finally does hang it up. Hang the sneakers up, if you will. Uh, so like, let's he, say he finds enough ways like to make money off of this, enjoy himself, not yeah. have the NBA BS that goes on. Dude, he's already done it. I mean, he's already had a successful career. Is he ever going to go down as the greatest of all time? He could win five more championships. I mean, just hypothetically. And yeah. nobody's going to talk about him like that. They're going to talk about a little guy that can shoot. Yeah. Which yeah, is right. incredible. Yes. Out of nothing. Out of Davidson. Out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And – Oh, who was it? Was well, it? Oh God! Who was it that um, well, said Kevin Garnett went to uh, Davidson? 
really high all the time. Joe uh, Rogan. No, uh, basketball. Carrot Top. Oh, uh, announcer. Maui. Maui Invitational. Uh, oh, Bill Walton. Bill Walton said that Kevin Garnett went to Davidson. He didn't. He didn't. Well, he might have knew a guy named David who yeah, had a Rick, son. Yeah, Kevin Garnett came straight out of high school. High school. school. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he's from Davidson High School. Um, great. <laughs> great. You, you said that Steph Curry came out of nowhere. Yes, I agree. He did. It was that one NCAA tournament that really put him on the map. But yeah. out of nowhere, I don't really know if I agree with that. His, his dad was an NBA player. It's like, you know, he kind of had a shoe in, if you will. Okay. Judge. <laughs> oh, God. That one was free. That one was free. That one was free. Keep subscribing, folks. That was free. That was free. Can you take that one with you for free? <laughs> just, it, I'm just... <laughs> What the Dale? What the Dale? <laughs> oh, geez. All right, we need to, we need to hurry up and get us. the grit. <laughs> okay, Austin. Okay, Austin. I, I, I do appreciate that one. That's good. That's that layering that you get from the junk door. I mean, come on. I slept one hour last night, and we're here layering jokes for you people. Get it together. Yes. All for free. That one will, these were all free just for you. No cover uh, charge. Wait, can we can we actually charge them to listen to this? I, I, I've been trying to find ways to give them these lame ass jokes for one of these days. This whole time. <laughs> well, we're we're almost 30 episodes into this podcast, and I've been trying to figure it out since episode one. Oh man. All right. So we're gonna get roasted one day on the internet when like somebody starts at episode one and like sees like how long I can make it till I actually laugh at one of uh grit or Austin's <laughs> jokes. And then it's yeah. like a 36 hour long video on YouTube. <laughs> oh man, I'm glad. I hope no one ever breaks down these videos on YouTube because we would just get roasted to hell. Uh, I like it. Or to Dell. Uh, Grit. <laughs> the, um, See, you ruined it. I, know, I didn't ruin it. I'm sorry. I do, guys, just forget I said that. Uh, Grit, <laughs> what's, your, uh, what's your good of the week? ruined it and i was going to try to do another one but i'm not smart enough all right um we got a little wednesday night nfl maction going on um the uh i mean get your locker room together get your locker room together like we were talking about earlier and uh we're gonna have some fun man pft was talking i read a pft tweet before we came on the best thing about this pandemic has been the random nights that we get football I 100% agree with that take because it is every so week good, almost dude. it feels like we've had a like two Monday nighters, a Tuesday night. Now we have a Wednesday night game like and we already have a Thursday night game. So like that that has been one of the most fun things about this pandemic. What I'd love. Well, actually, I wouldn't love that. I was going to say what I would love is a Thursday night got pushed to a Friday, but I don't want to be watching NFL football on a Friday night. Uh, I've never well, done it before. I, and that's true. And you know what they just announced uh, yesterday is that Saturday Saturday football's back. Oh, yeah. And there's a really good – the first Saturday is a triple header of, like, all but, three games, I'm pretty sure, are, are playoff implication-type games. Not quite playoff implications. What, what are they? Do you have them? Do you have them? Yeah, yeah. We got Bucks at Lions. So Okay. Playoff implications. I mean, the Bucks. yeah. For, yeah. yeah. For the Tampa Bucks. Bay. Matt Patricia, less – Lions. Yeah. Yes. 49ers at Arizona, which is a great game. Probably will be 
maybe for the NFC West, depending on how that plays out. I mean, both that's so tight up in the middle there with, with the Seahawks up at the top, but, um, and then dolphins at, uh, Vegas. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. See, I, that's going to be fun. That's going to be a fun Saturday. And it is fun when football starts getting played on Saturday because it feels like the playoffs, you know, how you yeah. get the mm-hmm. divisional rounds on Saturday and then the, and then on Sunday and same thing with the wild card round. Like it's, I I'm man, it's, it's exciting. And because it also fills that slate of where college football used to be. But although this year they're going to overlap, aren't they? We're going to have both college football and NFL on the same day. Yeah. We? That's kind of weird, man. That is weird. <laughs> so this is December 26th, that triple header. So I don't know if, if college okay, is still no, playing college, them, college it should, should be over by, by I think December 19th will be the last Saturday with college football. Which well, is there's going to be an extension though. I believe they had to work in an extension with a lot of uh, different bye weeks. So we will get some SEC football pushed back. Well, but Um, I think, I think they, with the, with everything getting pushed back, I think it's still like this. It's just isolated their bye weeks. Okay. I think it'll be uh, SEC title still set for December 19th. So. Wow. Man, man, I I had a sweat on that Alabama game. I had a sweat on that Alabama game, dude. I mean, do you think Saban was actually in an earpiece? Not to get off topic, but oh. I think Saban was in an earpiece talking about. Without a doubt. <laughs> Why would you ever trust Steve Sarkeesian with your football? To do team? anything. <laughs> I wouldn't I mean, let like, him move my truck. I hate no, my truck. No. <laughs> like if he like if it was like if you were having like an end of the year party with your football team and you needed someone to make the cocktails, then yeah, then I would turn to Steve Sarkeesian. <laughs> but if I'm like wanting him to play like call plays, like I, unless you want Alabama to go, like lose the holiday ball, I would not trust Steve Sarkeesian for anything. <laughs> I guarantee like he was actually like in the thing, like actually calling plays like with a, uh, like he had his uh, thing up there, but he's like actually moving his lips. Like he's trying to dub over like a <laughs> yeah, Kung yeah. Fu movie, like 42 counter tray. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. But it's trap. Saban's voice and people are like, wait a minute. Is that not? I, I, you know. <laughs> And then he like starts yelling and they're like, Sarkeesian never yells. He's the most chill guy. And never yells. He's like, I'm sorry. While he's yelling <laughs> yeah, at someone. Yeah. And then they gave it all away. Um, so that's good of the week. That, I mean, it's so much fun. And like with my gambling addiction, I mean, habit, I mean, uh, <laughs> 1-800-GAMBLER grit. Yeah. 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah, if you have a problem, please bet responsibly, which I don't have a problem figuring out what I'm going to buy with all my money. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, for real, Christmas Christmas is going to be the shit this year. Yeah, wow. kids are going to be like, Daddy, yeah. stop giving us so many presents. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> Can't help you it. These gifts, kids. Can't help it. I went ahead and bought them just in case the bottom falls out. You know? Imagine a kid being like, stop giving me gifts. Yeah, like it's too much, happen. Dad. I cannot imagine that. <laughs> that would never happen. Uh, yeah, but that's just so much fun, man, because you get to – in NFL, you get to focus more – like college, you get a lot more um, quantity of games. But in the NFL, you actually get to lock in on specific player props, things like that. And it just feels – it doesn't feel icky. Like I'm still at that stage that it kind of feels a little dirty gambling on college ball because I'm like, man, these boys don't make a damn dime. Yeah. And they're what if what if eight, they go out to the gas mostly. station <laughs> yeah. and somebody says, oh, you fumbled, man. You, you lost me a spread. Dude, that's a good way to get your ass kicked. Um, you say that to somebody like in college. Now in pro, it don't really matter. You're you're a fuck boy if you say that to somebody. But still, it's just 
it feels dirty to me, right? Is that yeah. weird that I feel dirty? No, and I, I get it, but for a different reason, because I wouldn't bet on like it. I, I feel bad betting on college football just based on the fact that you are betting on teenagers essentially. And yeah. I don't like, I think of myself as a teenager. Like I couldn't have been trusted to take the trash out every week. Like, I, so I can't imagine what the, like these kids being trusted to uh, make game winning catches in front of a hundred thousand fans in the stands or, you know, most years, obviously. Uh, like that's, that's to me is like the, the inconsistency, you know, it, you know, the hashtag college kickers. Well, it's because they're literally in college and like, they're thinking about is, you know, is Becky still going to take me to theta formal if I miss this <laughs> kick, you know? I'm just, I, I just, I just think it's, they're unreliable. So maybe our motives are a little bit different, but I do agree with you on the sense of feeling <laughs> icky betting on college kids. It just, it just feels weird to me, man. I don't know, but it is what it is. It is. Cause I mean, with a lot of these guys, like that's it for them. Like, like just such a, a few get through. So yeah, I just well, like, I don't, I don't know favorites. if you know this, but, I, but most go pro in something other than other sports. than sports. Yes. The NCAA. Thanks you for that. Awesome. It yeah. just means more <laughs> cork bats brought to you by Satan himself. No, I mean the yeah. NCAA Mark Emmerich. Sorry. I read that wrong. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Back um, our monolithic overlords are back in the Ooh, utah oh, desert i'm glad you've been yeah um i mean i just just shout out zoltan <laughs> our supreme oh, yeah. leader yeah. monolithic overlord hey your 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 grace shines more than your beauty and your beauty runs mountains <laughs> no nah, but them uh yeah so apparently the thing that the aliens our dynamic overlords have brought has been removed from utah yeah and it's popped up in romania well wait hang on before we before we go any deeper i learned just this week that's what, what she said mm. second that's what she said of the episode wow that one's free <laughs> uh the, the i learned this week what a monolith was i didn't know prior to this week what a monolith was and could you tell me i i, I don't know either uh, so I, I didn't look there we up. go and so that's why yeah that's why i wanted to go here a monolith apparently is i don't know just a big metal thing a big metal i, I saw the picture of it that like sure, it, you tweeted right. about it yeah 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 like the southwest airlines uh divider, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah i saw them tweet about it too that's that was the funny. If you've ever seen 2001: A Space Odyssey, Stanley Kubrick, one of his finest films, uh, it, like it felt like a scene straight out of that movie, where it's just a big metal, like rectangle thing, just stuck in the ground. And obviously, the monkeys in 2001: A Space Odyssey had no idea where it came from. And apparently, us as humans, who you could probably equate to being as dumb as monkeys nowadays, didn't know what it was. And you had these helicopter pilots flying overhead counting sheep literally counting sheep which i feel like would be dangerous to do while flying a helicopter but the you like saw this like metal thing in the ground and yeah it was just like nobody knows where it came from and then yeah and as grit was saying it was removed and now where where'd you say it was grit where is it now it's in romania Romania. and it looks like it's not as like pretty like it's not as polished like and it's under some power lines so i don't know like the odds of like just getting that amount of like aluminum. I mean, it looks like aluminum, but they're saying it's not of this world. 
it's going to be something stupid. It's going to be like a Bjork or a Beck video. One of those stupid names. <laughs> it's going to be something dumb. It's going to be like a PETA ad. It's going to be something, but I don't know. I mean, where's the next one popping up? So, cause I mean, I swear if I had my laptop today, like where I was out, like I would have like got the PNG, the transparent and put it everywhere. Like, I still think I might do it. I'm kind of glad I just reminded myself note to self. Yeah, right. Like that Photoshop down. that thing in the end zone or whatever uh, for the game tonight. If something happens, like when found you, him, thousand retweets, thousand retweets. When you say Easy. removed, what do you mean? Like it was, it, it just ain't there. It disappeared. Yeah. The uh, it's bureau, gone. The Bureau of Land Management says uh, we have received credible reports that the illegally installed structure, which that's what they referred to it as. Okay, illegally cool. get installed. it. They didn't have a permit to put their monolith. Uh, we have received credible reports that the illegally installed structure referred to as the monolith has been removed from Bureau of Land Management public lands by an unknown party. Uh, the agency did not remove the structure, the spokesman said. Oh, jeez. So someone's out there putting in monoliths and then just taking them right out. <clears throat> kind of creepy. And it, and what's crazy is it, it obviously garnered a lot of attention just on the internet. And so obviously people were finding the coordinates of it and going to the location to get like Look selfies and pictures. Yeah. Because no, you, you, you kind of downplayed that. The actual, like, I was reading an article Chaps wrote uh, today about it. The actual work that it took for this guy to find it. And it's a guy who was, like, going off of elevations because he yeah. noticed it was flat ground. So he noticed it was a post-tidal area, um, area facing east, uh, <laughs> tracked flight times, all of that to get to certain areas. There was five locations it could possibly be. Uh, it took him 20 minutes to find that and took him 15 minutes to find the next thing. And then he pinpointed And, like, I mean, it's wild. Like, it's wild. Some of the things that these people do on Reddit, I don't really understand Reddit. I have, like, my father's ability of understanding the Wi-Fi um, yeah. of, of Reddit. And, like, <laughs> you know it's a thing. You know where it is, and you know that it works if you get it. Right. And it doesn't if you don't. <laughs> yes. Son, talk me way. through it. That's you a know? good way to explain Reddit, yeah, because I'm the same way. Like, it's like, I know it's there, but, like, I don't know fully what it does. And, like, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll tap my toes in the water a little bit, but then I'll quickly take it out. Cause it's like, it's way too cold for me to get in all the way. That's fortune, but like fortune, like that's like, I don't know what that is. Like, I don't even, I think it's bad. I think it's bad, but that's where they had like the actual, like the Shia LaBeouf, like the flag thing that turned into something The I'm not a role model. Wait, was that? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, fortune had something to do with it too. Apparently I have no fucking clue, but like fortune, the magazine for C-H-A-N. It's this weird oh, for, internet. Oh, 4chan or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. See, okay. I see I'm saying it wrong. Boomer grit. Boomer <laughs> grit, ladies and gents. There he is in the flesh. <laughs> fortune. For, for, it is fortune if you say it fast, I guess. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, it's getting colder out. Everybody go check your tire pressure. Make sure you're operating at your proper PSI. Don't want to, like, you know, get your wear and tear down. You know, we, go should do have, it. we should have a boomer grit section. Where it's like, <laughs> you know what I can't stand. <laughs> Wait, okay, coming up after the Frank fact, we got boomer grit. <laughs> Grit's like, <laughs> make sure you wear a jacket. It's supposed to be cold this week. <laughs> I can't stand the new flavors of sarsaparilla. <laughs> All right, what's your, uh, what's your ugly? Uh... Oh shit. 
What is that? <laughs> he wrote it that, down. That's how ugly this it is. is the Boomer Grit section. It's continuing. <laughs> no, I wanted to talk about Denver again, apparently, for some reason, about what they had to put up with, but I'm not doing that one. I'll skip that one. All right. Ugly. All right. Firing a coach during a pandemic. Firing a coach during a pandemic. What Vanderbilt did to Derek Mason. Uh, I don't like it. I mean, I don't like I don't like Derek Mason. I, I hate Vanderbilt. Um, did you, Austin? What we talked about earlier with Vanderbilt? Did that make? Uh, did you talk about that in Nashville on the radio? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I talked about. I gave a list of um, of head coaches. Who did you have? Uh, I, I had a I had a uh, I had a I had a long list. It was <laughs> I had I had uh, Jim Harbaugh listed just because you know we know he'll probably be fired soon and sure um and you know he he would fit right in at vanderbilt since he too can't beat ranked opponents sure. um and plus he wears khakis all the time and vanderbilt just like it feels to me like the type of camp, campus where you have to wear khakis you know like, like different colors different colors yeah, if you're not wearing required. khakis like yeah. you feel out of place like you feel underdressed at vanderbilt <laughs> like khaki um, is like the pajama pant in right, vanderbilt right <laughs> Uh, Jeff Fisher, just because, you know, if anyone's had success in Nashville before, it's got to go guy. back to go forward. Yeah. Right. And he spends a lot of time in Montana. Uh, so, you know, he likes being left alone and at <laughs> Vandy, uh, you know, trust me, everyone there leaves the football program alone. So <laughs> he'd be okay in that. And if he ever got them bowl eligible, that would be his second music city miracle. Um, Jay Cutler, just because I, you know, well, one, there's no, there's a no smoking indoors ordinance in Nashville, but Vanderbilt plays outside. So you don't have to worry about it. Give him a six inside track, you know, uh, I'd like I, to see Jay Cutler coach like, um, like just, yeah, just like burning them down, like beer in hand. Like he's got a Yeti, you know, like when you see like a Karen in public and they've yeah. got like the Yeti tumbler going on, yep, yep. it's not coffee. I don't no. care what time no. it is. It Not ain't coffee. That's a Bay Breeze. There's some vodka. <laughs> There's some triple sec. There's some Curacao yeah. in there. Maybe a like, martini, yeah. depending on how he's yeah. Who knows? You know, uh, I like it. Drunk Cutler is better than a lot of coaches. Oh, I think Drunk Cutler could, he'd be good for at least four wins with that Vandy program. Um, I don't think he would hire buddies, but if he did hire buddies, they would actually be buddies from football. Like there's a difference between buddies that are buddies and then buddies from sure. football. Like he was always, I mean, he always knew his defensive alignment. He knew his schemes. He knew that. Yeah. He's his buddies, DC. his buddies now are probably like farmers or like ranch hands. Like that's what I feel like <laughs> his buddies now are. So he would the have Vanderbilt to turf would look so good. Oh, it would look great. Oh yeah. So it'd, it'd probably have some like, uh, some like vegetables growing on the sidelines. Through I don't, yeah. The, you know what, you know what, see, I like, see, I like what we do sometimes. I like how we just open it up and we don't know where we're actually going with it. No, I have no idea. But let me shit on Vanderbilt real quick. I mean, let me um think about something better for the Vanderbilt stadium. Since sure. even like pre pandemic, uh, there wasn't a lot of people in the stands. Why don't we go ahead and make a water feature out of one of the end zones? That like, I, uh, like the Diamondbacks, right? I think Arkansas no, State. No, no, not necessarily. The Hanging Gardens of Babylon is what I've got in my motherfucking mind. Okay. Like, actually, like, get a little, like, you know, plant some shit, you know, get some trees overhanging. Yeah. Um, get some water features coming down those steps. That could be lovely. And then you could fit, like, like 1,500 people, like, scattered around when this uh, this panoramic is over. 
that's like a, a joke. That's what they've been calling it <laughs> on the internet. Uh, as soon as this panoramic is over, um, could look good, man. Yeah. And then you're like, man, look how pretty it is in Vanderbilt. And that's and that's look. If there's one thing that gets recruits, it's landscape architecture. So <laughs> I don't see why Vanderbilt. What do most athletes take in college? Geology. geology rocks for jocks geology. yeah i was gonna say rocks that. for jocks so why don't we just hardscape it up man most right. of them are going to own landscaping companies and do very well sure you're either going to own a landscaping company or you're going to sell insurance right. you know if you if you play football at vanderbilt and not many if, of you are in the nfl if there's one thing that's proven to be successful in the sec other than you know five-star athletes ever you know every single year uh it's hedges on your football field georgia auburn i'm just saying like if you want to have success you put some shrubbery down there on your sidelines don't worry about you know the two-star kicker from beaumont texas give me some some, some azaleas give me some uh <laughs> some uh, uh chrysanthemums chrysanthemums thank you yeah where's your brother i need your brother here yeah yeah right give you know, me we some were, they could improve every stadium they go to yeah they can make everything a little bit better like they're out there like you see pre-game warm-ups right you see hey we're, we're approaching that time where you start seeing like the big clock with like the it's negative 20 degrees because it looked very cold in green bay last night it did uh but when they're actually coming out and they've got the uh like you see them instead of pregame warmups and stuff like that, they're actually sprinkling Miracle Grow, and uh, you know they're actually like improving things and like making it better. And yeah. then you see like the guy, like the old man, like with the gut, with like a little bit of his belly out from under it because he's been land managing out there in, in Mississippi for like decades, and he's like, "Oh wow, okay, y'all yeah. making the Grove look good now, you know?" And hey. <laughs> Everywhere they go, they make it better. That'll be the only way I'm pro Vanderbilt. Now, um, when we were kind of like half talking about it earlier, my idea okay. for yes. Vanderbilt's next head coach. Yes, hit the right? yeah, because you you fed this one to me earlier and I loved it. Um, go ahead and go ahead and clip, or I might even just okay, go ahead and clip this right now. If you're okay. listening, hit record. Scroll hit record. down on the right side, hit record screen, and let's go. This is the answer that we have all been looking for. Vanderbilt has been single-handedly trying to deconstruct their athletic department. I say, let them do it. Kill it. Kill it all. Kill it all. We're trying to put the student back in student-athlete. Might as well start a course and call it HC 101. It costs... Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a semester. <laughs> Room and board is covered. Yeah, you have your own office. You get a MacBook Pro. Oh, you wow. get a Microsoft Surface. <laughs> Come coach at the University of Vanderbilt. Come learn. You see, that's the sprinklers going in the morning when that thing, like on the intro video, comes out. No, that was great. I felt like I was watching Hard Knocks right there. Yeah. That's the weed eater going and all that. Hey! 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 Like that's the, the calls coming through. Like you walk out there and you've got your glasses, you've got your white polo tucked in your shorts because it is a PE class and there is a uniform, you son of a bitch. Right. And yeah. like they're coming out, you've got your glasses on and it's got, it looks like Larry Culpepper teaching. All right. And um, 
you learn how to be a fucking head coach. Yeah. And for that one student who pays $250,000 a year, you get to be the head coach. Wow. Now, or we work on different things. If there's not a taker at 250, because that's a lot to come coach a program. Um, maybe there's multiple students and maybe they get to play and it's like, all right, maybe it's a general consensus. Yeah. Like each, each week, like it's almost like your, uh, your midterm exam or a presentation or something each week, a different student has to take each week. Like, oh, okay, I've got Florida week. I've got, uh, I've got Georgia week. I'll take Kentucky. And, and then you each, you each take a turn. It, because I, I actually love this idea grip because how, so rarely does the Vanderbilt head coach get any credit. So why not make the Vanderbilt head coach position worth credit? Worth credit. There we go, man. Jeez. And think about the jobs that you can get off of this program. Where are you going to get this anywhere else? Because I'm going to tell you, man, hey, it, it's a who you know type situation. And unless you've got the Certainly. proper education that you get by coaching the Vanderbilt Commodores. Imagine, imagine a kid <laughs> in an in an interview for an internship after his uh, senior year, and he's the guy's like, uh, "Okay, so it says here on your resume you spent two seasons as Vanderbilt's head coach." Coach? Yeah, it's like, well, I I I got a low grade the first time around, so I uh, I took the had, course again. Had to retake and, uh, it. <laughs> yeah, took it again. I came back. Recruiting was a little bit better. The grading curve, like recruiting, is your grading curve. Like how well you recruit, like helps the rest of the class. It's like the curve <laughs> for the class. The like this, curve. this is starting out as a joke. I really think we're fucking onto something. I, I mean, they 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 brought out um, what's her name? What's her name? Um, Sarah Fuller. Sarah Fuller. Um, they she, brought out a another, female... another another head coach candidate. A possibility, you know, possibility, she can kick, yeah. she can probably coach, you know. Possibility. Right. Who knows? Right. Yeah. Um, like they're doing things. I mean, I and I for one, I hate the University of Vanderbilt, like with, with like a like a fiery passion inside my soul. Like, yeah, like it is. There's no love right here. I'm being sure. nice just because I like making fun of them. A and true like, all, you know. I'm a true all, like through and through. Even though I hate my motherfucking team right now too, <laughs> um, but just give it a shot, man. Yeah. Please don't you know, hire Hugh Freeze or hire someone that's actually good and then be an actual problem. Right. You're trying to dismantle your athletic department. Might as well make some money it's, out of it. It, it kills out. two birds with one stone. Uh, the, obviously, yeah. the, the, the University of Vanderbilt does not care one lick about their football program. But if you put it in the students' hands, then it becomes education. And that's the only thing Vanderbilt is all about. I love, love, love this idea. I, I think print it, clip I it. All right. So now you can click in recording yeah, and then stop now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can yeah, also please submit that, put that in an envelope, print it out on a VHS because boomer grit and uh, just mail it to everyone, mail it to everyone, mail it to the president, right. mail it to the president elect uh, four seasons landscaping, mail it there too. like, just send it everywhere. And sure. uh, let's get this going, man. HC one Oh one Vanderbilt. And uh, if, if, if they don't go that route, maybe they should just turn back to James Franklin because he's got a better record than Vanderbilt does this year, but, but just barely. <laughs> I, for, I forgot he came from there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <Jeez>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, James Franklin used to have to go around during his week to re recruit students to come to the games. And this yeah. was during Vanderbilt's best 
tenure, season, like season their ever. best, their best seasons. Yeah. Their best like era of football in the school's history. And he had to go, he would go to the cafeteria every like Wednesday or whatever and sit around and like talk to students and talk them into coming to the games. That <laughs> Hey, you come to the game. See, Derek <laughs> Mason. <laughs> like, like, like think... the loser who's still in his letterman jacket, like in the cafeteria <laughs> high school. He's like, Hey, what's up? You guys yeah. come to the game this Friday? <laughs> oh, cool. See you there. If it wasn't Derek Mason in the football program, I think the basketball program had to do that last year. Cause I remember having a tweet where I printed something out and I actually looked at it, laughed at it and then posted it on my bulletin board at work. Yeah. Like I remember that, but there was a Vanderbilt letterhead and everything with like black, stupid background, black waste, $5,000 in ink and like white letters, which is just stupid. It's so fucking Vanderbilt, you know, cause they all own the ink mills. And um, Big I think they had to do that last year. Yeah. Well, they can get that. They can get all that money back for their uh, stationery with just one course of head coach 101. Do it. $250,000 a year. Do, do it, it Andy. Andy. You coward. Oh, man. Was that your good or was or your back or your. That ugly? was his ugly, I think. Is that your ugly? Covered all, covered all three. Okay. All right. My turn now. Uh, my good back and ugly. Uh, my good. Nate Robinson. <laughs> yes. And, and it's not good for him. It's not, but it's, uh, it's my gosh, guys. My question to you, obviously, so he gets knocked out cold by Jake Paul, which I couldn't imagine. It's hard for me to come up with someone who would be worse to get knocked out by on planet Earth than Jake <laughs> Paul. Like the dude, he has millions of uh subscribers on youtube but he has literally zero brain cells i he's he's so dumb he's so dumb and and you know he's dumb because he he freaking calls his followers jake paulers (laughs) (laughs) that's what you came up with that's that's you just took you just put an er on the end of your name and that's who it like at least like you know there's there's Swifties and Believers and you know and junkies. Junkies. There's junkies. <laughs> but freaking Jake Paulers? That'd be like uh, grit knoxers. <laughs> Just the 80 Huffers. Like that's so like oh. that's nah, the Huffers. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's just dumb. So, but anyway, I my my question to you guys is what is the is there any upside? to celebrity boxing because to me it's lose it's lose i mean let's say nate robinson goes out there and knocks out jake paul okay like nobody is talking about like oh my gosh did you see how like and if they are it's it's very short-lived about how great of a boxer nate nate robinson is no it's to me it's it's a bad look to be celebrity boxing and it's a worse look to then get knocked out in celebrity boxing, especially by a guy named Jake Paul. Uh, not only did he get Paul. knocked out though, he clearly did not know how to fight. I, like Jake Paul actually looked like he knew how to fight. Sure. And, and could box, could be in a boxing ring, you know, with, yeah. with another actual boxer, but Nate Robbins had no business being in that ring. Yeah. And he looked like a little, like a, uh, like a little like dog or something that was like just coming at you, just kept jumping up on you, jumping up on you. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and uh, not to 
not to overstate the fact little dog little, little dog. dog very little dog yeah yeah very, like a, very just small. a yapper just a <clears throat> non-stop like dude stop barking like right? get, get off get my off ankles yeah yes get <laughs> off dude i'm trying to eat like that's to me celebrity boxing and this may be a hot take because i we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier uh before the podcast but to me it goes celebrity boxing is a tier lower than dancing with the stars both both are like okay yeah. you're you know you're obviously past your prime it's like when people say this person joined the cast of dancing with the stars they're like oh yeah i remember what that person is from or what's that person from again that's usually the reaction you get celebrity boxing is the same same thing only it's lower you're not even on network television like people have to pay to watch your celebrity boxing match so you're, they're already out money having to watch you they can't just flip on abc and turn it on and then i mean like let's think of like the most famous celebrity boxers of all time you got your danny bonaducci's your your tanya hardings your um uh, uh, Kathy Griffin seems like one that would is probably partaken in a in a boxing celebrity match. boxing match. Paulie Shore seems like the kind of guy who would who would take up celebrity boxing. The lead singer of Alien Ant Farm, you know, like just like it's just like people that it's like yeah, I recognize that name and I know what they're from, but man, they have fallen hard to where they're scrapping for a buck, literally scrapping for a buck. Is this is this just their way? Uh, bringing celebrity deathmatch to life like this is this is celebrity yeah death match. now that yeah. now that day might be that's a great that's a great pull wait now on celebrity deathmatch did the actual characters did they voice themselves no i don't think so it was no. all parody right yes because they would they would they would rip into the yeah they would make jokes about the the celebrities like real bad like, like it was like a joke. roast <laughs> yes yeah that's what i remember was, man it's been so long but yeah Celebrity okay. Man, that was a great pool, dude. That I if Celebrity Deathmatch came back, I would be like So what would you rather do, Austin? Like would you rather dance with the stars, do like the voice um or uh, or box? What would be better for you? Well, the l least strenuous would probably be the voice. You just got to go out there and sing. Um That would be strenuous cuz I would be throwing tomatoes at you. <laughs> and I would just catch him and throw him right back at you, dude. Ah, damn, he got yeah, me. Yeah, got him. <laughs> yeah, you better spin your chair around. Uh, I would, um, I would, I would probably do Dancing with the Stars, just because I think it would be the. I mean, look, would, if I'm doing any of these three things, my my career is heading down the toilet fast. Would Would that give you the best opportunity to either win a boxing match, win Dancing with the Stars, or win The Voice? Do you think Dancing with the Stars would give you? The best opportunity to win good question because yeah the boxing match is quick but dancing with stars you'd have to win like every single week and then get that's a very good point god forbid you advance yeah and then you have to keep doing it <laughs> and you have, you have to, to do it like week my after wife week. my wife is hooked on dancing with the stars right now and i think she's got like one episode left and i think it already finished for this year she's a big carol baskins person and she like oh geez yeah so that's got she was in, in she was in that yeah you know nelly you know, nelly is in this show nelly like for like what i've seen and like he hates every part of being there. <laughs> Apparently, there's like some like online type voting, and you can just see it in his soul that he it's does like, not want to fucking me. be there. He's yeah. like, stop it. But like he's there, like trying to help his like dancer girl out. And hey, I mean, it's okay. It's okay. Stiff as shit. He don't want to fucking be there. No. And um, can you blame him? 
No, no, not at all. Boxing. What do you do? Okay. You're in the gym two to three times a day. Very strict. You're running a lot. You're at your best health. When I boxed, dude, I could run like until you said stop. Until yeah. like I just I had to be somewhere. Sure. It, like, it didn't matter. You could run until that point. Dude, like the best shape of your life when you spar you do hurt you do hurt but it's not like that and especially when you're leading up to a fight dude if you actually have a good camp dude that's the dream dude like and 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 getting hit in the face dude that don't hurt especially if you go out like nate it's going to swell and you're going to hurt for a couple days after but really somebody just flips you switch Somebody just flips you switch. If you go out like that, you wake up later and you're like, ah, oh, damn, I lost, huh? You know, yeah. Yeah. like I, I got, I got destroyed once. I got destroyed once. Could like not Nate? drink. Like as bad as knocked out. Probably worse. Probably yeah, worse. Like I was, was okay. On the internet though. <laughs> no, mine was not <laughs> yeah. on the internet. Yeah. People didn't pay um, to watch that. <laughs> I was in a, uh, okay. If anybody, any of my listeners know where I'm about to say, I was in Forestville, Maryland. That'll be only for like the four or five listeners that knows where Forestville is. Sure. So I'm a white guy fighting in Forestville. And um, it's, uh, they want a white boxer. Like, cause it's the white people, they sell tickets more, which is weird. Like you saw like the great white, uh, was it the great white hype or was it the great white hope when they were trying to get a guy and they were just all getting dusted. Anyway, so I got this guy I'm training. I'm sparring this guy. He has an actual fight. It's a defensive drill for him because he's good and I'm just a shit ass little airman that's stationed next door. And um, so I slip him and it gets very loud in the gym. I slip him again. It gets very loud in the gym. He gets mad, hits me right here, right in the middle. I felt a shockwave go across my body like no shit. Like I felt like the ripples, like I felt the ripples of my pain, like just moving across my body. Went to my knees. <laughs> he finishes me with an overhand. He kept going. I hit my knees and he finished me. And, oh, that- and this was, I was, I mean, I'm six, three. Um, I was probably, I was at fighting two fifteen. I was very lean two fifteen. I carry two thirty, um, but I was a lean two fifteen when I was boxing. I woke up like, I don't know how much longer it was but there's a huge fight inside the ring <laughs> like like they were like it was bad it was bad oh, so like they, they liked were fighting me. him they beat the shit out of him apparently because of what yeah. he did wow yeah because yeah. because i went to my knees yeah that's like he boxing, came over uh, on top yeah you can kill etiquette right you can't you can't you can that. kill yeah. you can kill in boxing he got embarrassed he got embarrassed and um i could not drink for like in my last time stepping in the ring i bitched out there was no getting back on that horse. There was no nothing. I put gloves on to train like probably six, seven years later just to get my cardio back up, dude. But I could not drink. I was shaking for days. Like I couldn't, dude, my nerves. Mm-mm, mm-mm, yeah. mm-mm. But if you hit in the head, body is different. Head, it just turns off. And then you just wake up like, oh, damn, I lost. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but- Body's no joke. Forceville, yeah. Maryland, huh? Don't yeah. ever go there if you're looking to box. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. Don't. I'm just not going to go there. I'll we boxed there. against uh, Sugar steer, Ray's gym. Steer clear. Sugar Ray was a DC guy, and uh, Winky Wright. I don't know if you know Winky Wright. Um, he was a Good. DC guy, and uh, his grandmother worked in the chow hall off of base. She was a sweet lady. 
I, I'm going to say I don't know Winky Wright, but he sounds like uh, a Winky scrappy Wright blue in a, the ring. Winky Wright was Winky's, a legend. Winky sounds like he has a mean right. Yeah, had that, had that <laughs> Winky had that crab style. Winky was a stud, man. Uh, they called him Winky because he got hit one too many times in the eye. It's all Dude, we do. had a guy. We had a guy, and I, I know I'm I'm going off on a tangent on my shit, and I'm sorry, <laughs> um, but we had a guy in that. What my guy Garfield? He was trying to explain to me like okay be careful because you can't get fucked up in this like you can get hurt badly sure one guy came to me told me about how he killed a guy in a ring and stuff like that like they ran the gauntlet they really wanted me to fight but i was a government employee technically and if i got hurt i could i could go to jail for getting hurt basically is how that shit destruction of government property you know and um that's it's weird the government the the laws on that shit it's really fucked up i wasn't supposed to be fighting and what do you um, what do you you what are you doing time for? Uh, well, the destruction of government property. Oh, sick. Yeah. Did you tear down a statue or something? <laughs> no, no I, I, I broke my orbital. <laughs> I broke my orbital and I, and I wasn't able to deploy because I was boxing when I shouldn't have boxed. Um, but then this guy he says, I want you to go talk to that man right there and just be nice to him. Go be nice to him and say yes to whatever he says. All right. So I go over and he says, um, and I, I'm not going to say it the way he said it, but he has dementia pugilistica which is punch drunk syndrome. A DP is punch drunk, dementia pugilistica. And he said, I'm gonna say it eloquently. Would you like to watch my HBO? And that's not what he, how he sounded. And I said, sure, thinking, all right, whatever. So he goes to this little like hatchback, two door hatchback car that is just loaded with trash. There's just enough room for him to sit in the cab and uh, this little tiny little two-door car, like you could have picked it up and moved it if it was double parked. And he opens the door and he tucks his hand in this perfect little hole and pulls out a VHS. And this is 2004, 2005. And I pull it up and he's an undercard for um, Evander Holyfield. He's a co-main. He's yeah. fighting before Evander Holyfield. Jeez. Yeah, he's uh, he was like light heavy or like a uh, heavy welter or something. I forget what he was. Was a stud took too many shots mm. took too many shots couldn't get three words out edgeways um living in his car this man was a showtime it was a uh, it was hbo or showtime event co-main before evander holyfield stepped in the ring Damn. and he's living in his car living in his car from taking shots yeah Jeez. damn so sorry, I, I slept one hour and I'm starting to remember. No, shit. I was gonna say I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's why I I'm was sorry. dancing with the stars. Yeah. yeah. I was going to yeah. say the more of the story, Fuck. don't box. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, don't box. Yeah, thank, don't burn. Thanks, thanks Chris. <laughs> Especially if you're in the government. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my back of the week. Uh, we kind of brushed on her a little bit earlier, but uh, my back of the week. Hey, chicks, am I right? Sarah Fuller getting the, getting the kick in. And, um, I, there were a lot of bad people on the internet this weekend, just trying to discredit everything she was doing. And like, even like the, even the one kick that she got in the game, which I love that. I don't love that. She only got one kick in the game. I love the fact that Mizzou shut out Vanderbilt in a, what should have been a historic day. Um, like I wanted, I was pulling for Sarah Fuller, except, like I like I want her to do well, except for against Mizzou. Like then I, I just want her to I want her to suck against Mizzou. But then I want her to just clean house the rest of the way. If she if she gets more games, I don't know. But there were a lot of dumb people on the internet just with like why do you care if 
you know, if, and even if like Vanderbilt was like, if there were, first of all, there weren't better options because they literally had to get a student athlete that was in protocol in COVID protocol to come to the team. They couldn't just go out and get like an intramural because they don't have a men's soccer team. They couldn't go out and get an intramural student or something. They had um, to get, you know, someone who could kick. And so they got someone from the soccer team who, who had just won at the SEC championship. So she comes out and plays and, if even if it was like like yeah it was great publicity for the school but it, like if you're the person online saying like oh well you know they're only doing it for publicity yeah, yeah. like you're a terrible person you're a that's just so dumb and i hate the people that are like that uh but shout out sarah fuller that was pretty awesome that was pretty sick what she did um and my uh ugly of the week beef just straight up beef uh and I'm not talking about leftovers from Thanksgiving, boys. I'm talking about beef with our sister podcast, maybe? Uh, yes. Uh, so the Cineboys podcast, the other podcast on the Corkbats podcast network, apparently took exception to uh, my Pat Mahomes looks dumb in a helmet take, which I still stand by. I will not back down from that take. I Pat Mahomes went off this week, played amazing. He probably read, read my blog about how he looks dumb in a helmet and was mad he was definitely yeah he's mad. probably mad but there's but it didn't change the fact that he looks weird in a helmet uh but yeah so so the cineboys dropped a video publicly shaming us just basically saying shame on you for giving that take because they're all chiefs fans Every yeah the, that's the important fans. note to make there they're all chiefs fans. they're so, all chiefs fans so they took big exception to if, my pat Holmes looks dumb in a in a uh, helmet take and they post I, it, you can catch it on YouTube. You can catch it on any, any other socials, the Cineboys. I think they are on Twitter and uh, Instagram, but yeah. I, I think the, the, their beef would hold more weight if maybe a few of them weren't Chiefs fans. Like, you know, like, like, oh, come on, man. Like, yeah, yeah, what are yeah, you yeah. doing, dude? Like, like if one know, of them like... was like a, <laughs> yeah, if one of them was like a Dolphins fan. Yeah, know? but in the video they made, they're all wearing Patrick Mahomes jerseys. So like, <laughs> like. I, I, I can't expect them. Yeah. Right. Right. But did they did they look dumb while they were saying the take? Um, they did oh. not, because I mean they didn't. They have, weren't wearing helmets though. They didn't have helmets on, and they're yes. not Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. I'm just making sure we're just ruling out a constant here. We just had a rare situation to test. Yeah, and I and I will point out the fact that even in their video, if you go and watch it on any of their socials or on YouTube. They did not rebut my take. I mean, because yeah, oh, yeah. Pat Mahomes does look dumb in a helmet. All they said was shame for bringing that up, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, guys, who am I? Or no. Hey, guys, hey guys who am I? <laughs> hey, hey, it's me, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> it's me, Pat. Hey, sorry, I look weird in a helmet. <laughs> like, I, all I'm saying is, look, Cineboys, we love you guys. They're our movie, movie podcast brethren. But you better you got to come harder than that if you're gonna if you're gonna call us out. For, we need a full rebuttal. Yeah, and try and rebut the take. Try and tell me that Pat Mahomes doesn't look dumb in a helmet. Or yeah, yeah, maybe break it down like the picture of him in a helmet. Just say sure. why it doesn't look dumb. And I'll even I'll even one up you. Find one photo of Patrick Mahomes in a helmet <laughs> where he doesn't look like a doofus. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> let's uh let's get to a coffee break. Um, but and and yeah let. Pat Mahomes, total, and he's great. He's the he's one. He's the best quarterback in the league right now. He's probably gonna win MVP. 
I hope he doesn't. Obviously, a cork bats with the number one Derrick Henry fan side. I hope, kind of hope Derrick Henry goes off. They go off the table and give Derrick Henry the MVP. But Patrick Mahomes is probably going to win it. But if 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 they factored in how weird you look in a helmet, he would not deserve the MVP. Agreed. I agree with that. I agree with that. <clears throat> All right, Healthy Bean Coffee at Healthy Bean Coffee, we strive to meet the desire of the most flavor-conscious coffee drinkers as well as the nutritional expectations of performance-minded athletes. Our nutrient-rich blend of superfood ingredients, Mako, Rui, Boss, and Shia has many substantial health benefits. Just one cup of Healthy Bean Coffee provides your body with protein, fiber, and iron, which contributes to sustained energy, heart health, and improved brain function. Healthiest coffee on the planet, healthybeancoffee.com, promo code CORKED. They have decaf, they have whole bean, they have subscription-based, they have sample packs. Uh, They've got everything. It's getting cold. It's actually snowing in Tennessee right now, which means it's coffee season. So I uh, might as well be healthy with it while you're at it. Healthybeancoffee.com. If you're looking for like a white elephant gift or something, a gift to give someone for the holidays, give them some uh, healthy bean. And don't you don't have to tell the person that you who you get it for that you got 15% off by using promo code Corked. Um, let's go. Let's. Oh, I'm going to switch things up real quick. Let's do three for three real quickly. Uh, just go over our uh, just the games that we've got. Ad, do you have the records from last week? Uh, yeah. And it was very laughable. Um, we had our worst, I think we had our worst week ever last week. Um, so if you are listening to these picks, it might be a good idea to go ahead and fade every single pick that we make. Uh, we all went one and two, we all had one win. So it was not, not pretty, um, by any means. I, um, I also picked the Broncos over the saints. So, yes, you did. Yeah. And you had five and a half points, but it, it really, that spread didn't even matter because it didn't, it, that spread could have been 50 and I would have been screwed. I'm surprised you could actually still bet on that game because the, I, the spread jumped from five and a half up to like 17 and that clearly didn't matter either. So, all right, I'll, I'll go ahead and get started then since we all wanted to, uh, I'm taking jets plus seven and a half over Raiders. Uh, give me the Lions plus three and a half over Bears. And you're like, oh, is Austin going all underdogs this week? Nope. Give me the Patriots minus one over the Chargers. The Patriots, I, I don't want to count them out for dead because I feel like they're going to somehow sneak into the playoffs. Because I, I the think they might somehow too. Uh, Great. What you got? All right. I got Chargers. Um Minus one over New England. I disagree with that. Even though they didn't, they left a lot to be offered on that Buffalo game. I expected so much more out of that game, but um, I'm still in it with them. Um, Chicago minus three and a half over Detroit. The exact opposite of you as well. Um, <laughs> just because I don't trust them. I think Patricia's gone, and I think they've just been kind of hanging out. And I don't really think. Like the amount of teams that actually give a shit what's going on this year, that number is getting lower and lower and lower. And which teams are like looking forward to just being off of work in January. Yeah, they just (laughs) they've already they've already got vacations scheduled. They've got all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And uh, Tennessee minus five and a half over Cleveland. Oh I hope you get that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do too. A D, what do you got? Well, I am going to ride the Titans again with grit this week. Uh, I took them last week and I think the week before 
So I am also taking the Titans minus five and a half. All right. I, um, I, for some reason, I don't like it when you bet it. <laughs> well, they won last week. You should like it. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. I just feel uncomfortable. All right. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, with my next pick, I don't really like this one as much. Um, Texans plus two and a half. Uh, it, it seems like a very, and I forgot to write down who they play. Um, it, it seems like a very uh, weird game. And I'm also taking the uh, Jags plus nine and a half. So I've got, geez, I can't find it anywhere. Um, this is, this is great. Uh, oh, they're playing the Colts. Sorry. Texans are playing the Colts. Another divisional game. And the Jags play the Vikings. <clears throat> okay. All right. So there you go. And, three. So uh, take exactly the opposite of everything we picked, and you'll be sure to be a winner. And in the case of uh, you guys splitting with Chargers and Pats. Then you just don't take the game. Just don't take it, yeah. Maybe yeah. take the under. It's probably going to be a bad game. Ravens Steelers. <laughs> Ravens Steelers now scheduled to kick off at 3.40 p.m. Eastern Standard on Wednesday per source. Adam Schefter. Stop. 3.40? Stop it. Jeez. 20 minutes to go. Oh, man. I mean, it just keeps getting better. Like, the first off, you guys both know I was supposed to go to the game yeah. Thursday night for Thanksgiving. Yeah. As it worked out, obviously, we couldn't go to the game. And the new, like, laws or mandate or whatever it is went into effect on Friday. So now no fans are allowed in the game. So I got screwed over. And so did the Steelers. Yeah. apparently in more ways than one now um, they're playing at what lunchtime <laughs> they're playing in the witching hour on wednesday is there a witching hour on wednesday can you say that but i mean so there this, is now <laughs> so this is the first they're setting a precedent though is what they're doing this red is zone, the f- red zone should broadcast and just do that game. <laughs> no commercials <laughs> yeah. but this is the first wednesday night football game ever correct uh, am i wrong in saying that um no, I feel like this was a thing before Thursday. I feel like some Wednesdays happened. I don't think so. I don't. It's such a random. It would have to be postponed. I mean, it's probably the first Wednesday at three forty p.m. Yeah. <laughs> well, forty Pacific. What country artist sings the uh, intro song for Wednesday Night Football or Wednesday afternoon? Probably like Sam Hunt or some trash bag. All right, uh, it's time for the Frank fact. Each week we give you a ridiculous fact from our friend Frank, who uh, used to write for Cork Bats, uh, avid listener to the podcast. Uh, this week's Frank fact. You ready for this, guys? At one point in the 90s, 50% of all CDs produced worldwide were AOL sign-up bonuses. 100% yes. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think... 100% yes. How more than that number not just the fact that we got grit to finally agree with the fact right right but the fact that he agreed so quickly he didn't even think about it he was just like oh yeah no i think he downplayed the number he says 50 percent. i say 70 percent. so you think you think of all the ace of bases and spice girl all the acdc's all the weird al yankovic singles all the bobby brown ain't nobody humping around like <laughs> this was there was one in every there was a penguin in every pot or there was aol 30 minutes in everybody's mailbox gosh how they got mailed to you yeah i was thinking i was just thinking the ones you pick up at comp usa or 
No, they came in the mail unsolicited. And then so like if like you know somebody that has a computer, like my mamma had a computer. My papa had one of the first eBay stores, fifth grade educated. I fixed four by fours. Um yeah, couldn't spell three words right if he were to wrote a five word sentence, but damn it, he'd fix a U joint. You know, the original boomer grit. The original <laughs> boomer grit. Yeah, like man, dude, that dude was a hustler. Anyways, yeah. Um, so everybody would get their AOL discs and they just drop them off at the shop in Kodak. They just drop them off because they know Bam would use them, you know? <laughs> so he had like, he had like, like, 462 hours built up of just off of free discs we probably still have minutes yeah somewhere you need to cash that in so i'd love to see the stats on how many of the discs were actually used compared to how many were produced because that that would be an interesting stat i wonder if like even back then if they even had the technology to track that no it was not they just were you know how Zuckerberg said, like, he wants, like, one of his, like, lifetime goals is to get the internet in everyone's hands. Like, he wants everyone on the globe to have access to the internet. Like, that's just one of his long-term things. And, look, good for him, I guess. I don't know. If if he wants to get Facebook in that many people's hands, I say, get stop what you're doing right now, Zuck. You don't need it. But I still don't think, even with that goal, I still don't think Zuck did half as good of a job as AOL did in the nineties to get the internet into people's hands. I think that AOL far and away blew him out of the water when it came to getting internet to people. Because I remember, I mean, I, I, I remember just going to CompUSA with my dad. He would have to pick up some new software, new Excel software or something. I don't know what he, what he would buy. Because I would just go straight to the demo computers play ski free for like three hours shout out ski free windows 3.1 right that freaking yeti come out and get me yeah that yeti would eat me every single time and i always tried to oh i do remember that game yeah slalom yeah you would yeah you would skate down and then sometimes you would you crash into a tree or something sunny bono style shout out r.i.p yeah r.i.p rest in peace uh the um but yeah, I and then on the way out the door, I would take like two or three of those, like free, because it said free. So it's like, uh, why wouldn't you take them? So I take like, I would, I would have three seventy-five hour free discs from AOL. Can sure. you still do the dial-up sound? That was pretty good. No, it's not. He's not done yet. <laughs> Keep going. No. Um, if you ever get a chance and you want to like get a little bit of like nostalgia and kind of like, oh shit. Like, you know, like when you watch like a movie you that you loved when you were a kid, but you start to understand it as an adult. Like I've been watching my little mama, uh, the five-year-old that's been loving Home Alone because Macaulay Culkin is her boyfriend. And oh. um, yeah, well, apparently. Um <laughs> I'm not ready to break it to her. Yeah, um, don't tell her yet. I mean, he yeah. Well, no, but if the cop would have actually caught him from stealing the toothbrush, all of this shit would have went away. They would have actually said like, oh shit, son, your mother is in another state. They left you here. 
son. Here's a teddy bear that we give to all of our victims of domestic child abuse. And um, at least four to six years or whatever. Yeah. Austin, I don't think you have a microphone anymore, brother. Yeah, I, I think something got disconnected. Yeah. Or, or sound. I don't know which one. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you were kind of like there. But anyways, um, so uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So you start to understand things a little bit differently than what it was when you watched it as a kid. So like little things like that, like they should have caught him. I was like, oh, he got away from the cop. Okay, good. He's going to be okay. If that cop would have found him, he might not have got murdered by the wet bandits before they became the sticky bandits. Oh. You know? And um, also look up on YouTube and see what the actual tone that I, not DTMF, but um, what that actual like means that when they do all that shit, each different thing is the computer and the modem talking. Like I am able to accept this many bits, kilobits. Like it's you actually know, like, a language. It's a love it's language almost. No, that's corny. Um, it's just I'm joking. I'm joking. I love you. Um, it's like a uh, it's like a combination of like I am ready to go. At, I am communicating at one two point eight. Okay, mm. I'll set to one two point eight, and then they go back and forth. Really, like saying like all the different things, and then it's open, and then it's accepted on that thing, and it's. It's pretty wild when they break it down. All right. So my, my mic died. Uh, <laughs> that's what, uh, but it was a killer take about uh, how Macaulay Culkin would have been home alone uh, for four to six years based on the sentence of his parents uh, for them getting in trouble with the cops. It was, it, you had to be there. Uh, the, the um, all right. That's going to do it for this, this edition of the, of the junk tour. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Hey, be a cool kid and follow Cork Bats Twitter, social media, um, uh, Instagram. I sound, like, I sound like a I sound like Boomer Grit now. Boomer Austin. Yeah, Boomer <laughs> Austin. Uh, follow on Twitter and social media and social media. <laughs> yeah, Foursquare. Uh, no, follow on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, all of the like Facebook. Check out CorkBats.com. It's Cork spelled with a K. And um, yeah, I'm trying to think how do you close? The, how do you end this? Uh, uh, oh. I think it had something to do with Wednesday night football, and, it, and no. then you said bye. Oh no, no! You know what it was? It was ahoy. Oh, it's actually Wednesday day football. Sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. All right. Ahoy. Well, ahoy. Oh, thank you.